See, life is going to take you on so many twists and turns. And that's why it's important to remember that your title is rented, but your character, see now that's owned. (laughs) But what do I know? This is the beginning of your journey. That little phase is just a minor setback. It does not define you and... You know, <laughs> you blink and you miss it, you know? <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. This is But What Do I Know podcast with Chid Suzanne, a space for learning, for healing, and for laughter. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the But What Do I Know podcast. I'm your host, Chid Suzanne, and I just want to welcome you all to yet another episode. If this is your first time tuning in and hearing the sound of my voice, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you are already in the know, you're already part of our podcast community and you keep listening every other Wednesday, thank you. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate you. Make sure you are liking, subscribing, and leaving us a good great review on Apple Podcasts, if that's the app that you're using to listen to us. (laughs) So with that being said, I hope you're all having a wonderful week. I hope you're, you know, resting, being productive, drinking your water, minding your business. (laughs) Um, You know, it is almost officially summer according to the seasonal calendar, but it's already warm. The girls are already getting waxed and vaxxed and ready to, you know, hit the streets. Ontario is in its phase one reopening. Patios are open. So it's go time. It is go time. So y'all make sure y'all stay safe and hydrated in the streets this summer. That's all I'm going to say. All right, let's go ahead and get into our cluing segment for this episode. Okay, so for our clue and segment this week, we're going to keep it fun, light, positive. I just have a few things I want you all to clue into before we get into our main segment. So we're going to start off with Ontario's reopening. You know, like I said earlier, Ontario is moving to its phase one of the reopening plan for the summer. Um, And I just I'm so excited because I feel like Ontario has just had the longest role in lockdown. And for the listeners outside of Canada, especially in the States, I know you, you're probably listening to this wondering, girl, we've been opening, we've been out. Yeah, well, we couldn't relate until now. So <laughs> we're finally getting there, you know, and patios are open, outdoor social gatherings up to 10. And my favorite part, non-essential retails open to a capacity of 15%. Why is that my favorite part? Because your girl has had to use curbside pickup to get headscarves and edge control from the black hair store because they were not considered essential. So (laughs) I'm grateful for that because that was not not a good experience. Going to Walmart trying to get bath towels and those are not considered essential either. But anyway, we're thankful. We're here now and we're moving forward to some sort of normalcy. You know, vaccination rates are up, COVID cases and rates are down. So we're making progress. We're making progress and we're grateful. We're grateful. Okay, so TV show recommendations. Let's get into it. So 
Snowfall I've wanted to really talk about <laughs> on a clue-in segment, but I'm just making my way to the end of season one now because I started from season four. I watched a few episodes in season four, decided, no, I need to go back and start from the beginning. So I went to the beginning. It's really interesting. I love it. Franklin is just, whoo, the man has wits and he's bold. But I want to get a bit further into it before I sort of like talk about it on here and then give my thoughts and then, um, you know, let you guys know what I think about it. But honestly, from what I'm watching so far, it's a dope show. If you're into, you know, that crime, action, South Los Angeles gang kind of related storyline, definitely check it out. You won't be disappointed. And Dempson Idris is definitely easy on the eyes. Every girl's MCM these days. So <laughs> that is Snowfall. Enjoy that. But today I want to talk about a TV show. It's really new. It's a new comedy series on Stars, which is the same network that also um, produced Power. Uh, the show is called Run the World. Check it out. This is especially for all my, you know, young black women, especially this one is for us. Like, I feel like we've needed another comedy series that's just sort of shows like a coming of age for the young black woman, you know, thriving. It's uh, based in New York. So it's just that whole like storyline of four friends navigating their way through their career, through school, through love. And like, it's just, it's really interesting and it's really funny. And it's, it's interesting to sort of like see myself in some of the characters. Um, right now, my, one of my favorite characters is Ella. Um, she's really, really bold when it comes to her career, but she's having to figure out other aspects of life. So I feel like I can kind of relate to some aspects there. You know what I'm talking about when you watch the show, but definitely check it out. Run the World is, it's definitely for us. Shout out to Stars. They, yeah, shout out to Stars and HBO. They've definitely been producing shows that are for us and for our community. So definitely check out Run the World. I'm sure you're going to love it. Okay, and finally, our song of the week. So I'm going to slow things down for us this week. This one is a bit of a toxic R&B type vibe. This is by an upcoming artist. Her name is Tempest. I love her vocals on this one. And the song is just, it's a very like mellow, chill type of vibe. It's called Sorry to Say. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into this one. some of y'all to to run that back you might have missed what she said see she said you were everything that i wanted till i got everything that i wanted from you because some of y'all are this toxic and you don't even know it and you need to sit at home this summer and think about that you know some of y'all got no business being out in the streets <laughs> but 
Anyway, that is Sorry to Say by Tempest. It's a nice, chill, mellow vibe. Um, Definitely something I'm enjoying these days. But yeah, check it out. With that, let's go ahead and get into our main segment for this episode. Okay, so this week for our main segment, hmm, I have one of my closest friends, one of my sisters. Trina is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, give her a round of applause. (laughs) So um, for the episode this week, we are going to be talking, navigating our career and, you know, having some setbacks, having some things that we got to like find our way back from and Trina's been through a lot the last year, and I feel like she has a personal journey and experience that she can definitely share with us. And I think you, the listener, will be able to take something away. So, Trina, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Welcome. Thank you. And I'm so excited to be here and share my stories. And girl, you're right. I've been through some shit. Some <laughs> yes. shit this past yeah. year. <laughs> but, you know, I'm here. I'm going to share the journey that I have had. And I'm excited. Thank you for inviting me to your show and yeah what's the last year been like for you how has your journey been so far I know like obviously we went to school together so that was a crazy journey on its own and then now we're kind of like finding our way um in our career obviously every day we wake up we question if this is the right thing if we're on the right path but like you know walk walk the listeners they need to hear your story over the last last year (laughs) Last year has been interesting to say the least, and, and with the added um, aspect of ha- of having to deal with everything during a pandemic and not seeing your friends and your support system outside of your family. But you know, this last year has been, you know, one of those things where you know older people they kind of tell you like, in your twenties, it's your time to find yourself and all that stuff. And you don't really take it in until you actually live it. And I think that's what happened this past year. And in terms of school, like you said, we went to school together. We graduated in 2019 and I started working for a company that I was, it wasn't my field, obviously, you know, I didn't, I didn't go straight into my field. And um, because of the pandemic, sadly, I got laid off and that took a toll on me, but You know, that cheesy kind of saying, you know, one door closes, another one opens. And that's exactly what happened. I think you just have to have faith in in yourself and not really give up, you know, what you really want to do. And I think there were many moments. I know you have also had your moments where you kind of think like, you know, I went to school for this one thing. Do I really want to go into my career doing that same thing? And like, I had that. I had that moment many times. And you know those calls I've, I've Girl, had with you. <laughs> those calls. I feel like you're right. Like, you know, that whole idea of like when older people are saying like, you know, your 20s is to find yourself. Um, I feel like I'm really starting to feel that now. I think that, you know, like for me being one, like the eldest, like the eldest child in my house and being a woman and then being the an immigrant, like first gen immigrant, I feel like 
watching my parents go through certain things, I feel like I take very like safe steps in terms of like my career, in terms of school. And like I went to school because they told me school would give me a job. Like obviously I like I like what I'm doing and I um and school also had other things, but like let's be honest, I did it because the grander scheme of things is I need to sustain myself and they told me this would work. <laughs> so, you know, I did that and then now I'm kind of like, okay, I'm doing this, but I think after graduating and then hustling, 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 and like getting a job at the end of that like year of 2019, beginning of 2020, for me, it was then now like, oh, you have to still find yourself outside of work. Whereas like, I feel like for you, it was like, oh, my journey is trying to get into it in a pandemic and this happens. Dang. Like... <laughs> I think I think a lot of the time we also are hard on our, are hard on ourselves when we compare our own journey to other people's and like you know we are in our early or I guess mid 20s and we're still in that process of finding ourselves and I feel like this is the most vulnerable and most I guess crucial time to really you know take time to yourself and understand what do I want like these are the things that I was told that I should do but what do I want and what do I want from life? You know, I think we just have to remember a lot of the time, you know, we have our parents and especially, you know, I relate to you being, um, my parents also being immigrants and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I think there's pressure, but I think, you know, I was fortunate enough that my parents were very supportive of anything I wanted to do. But of course we want to make our parents proud. We want to make our families proud and, and provide for our future family so mm -hmm. i guess the traditional or conventional way to do things is go get a job and everything but right now chid i think you're also seeing like we talked about this before the next generation after us will they be in the corporate world we don't Men's know Men are making more money off of tiktok than Literally. some people are making i one of my friends has been telling me you know if you want to gain like you know more traction and like just you know, pick up even more steam than what you're doing right now, like get on TikTok. And I'm really looking into it. I think for me, again, and this is that like generational divide between us and like the like young Gen Zs. Um, it's just like one, the time to like learning, figuring it out, not being afraid to like get out there, do a little dance to a song and all this stuff. Like I'm just like... And you can dance, so... <laughs> Girl, you know? But it's just like, okay, yet another thing I have to learn in terms of all this like social media algorithm stuff, but... Yo, like, social media is changing things. Like, there's so many ways for people to, like, make money now by just marketing yourself online that it's getting easier to say deuces to the corporate world. Like, deadass. <laughs> like, the amount of times I thought about creating a TikTok and dancing yo. for, you know, a few videos, getting some followers. But, you know, I think what's funny about TikTok is that a lot of these um, people start off doing like, you know, the trends or they do something. But like there's TikTokers out there that have like a full on like music career now, which they take off. And I think like a lot of like small businesses, they take off. A lot of small businesses are now on TikTok. Yeah. And they're marketing themselves on TikTok. Yeah. Which is insane. I think it's it's really cool. To, to see that happen and it really shows what, what social media can do like I remember when um, Instagram used to look you know remember the old Instagram chid 
Oh, girl, people were taking pictures of their Skittles, of their Starbucks. It was just like your food where you travel to. And now it's like a big hub for like small creators, small businesses, content creators, influencers, all that kind of stuff. Because I I think part of the reason that Instagram became that way is because like sometimes getting a website is hard, right? Um, And getting a website, you can't really directly talk to your audience. So because you have like comment section and DMs, it's easier to like, you know, be able to comment on Instagram and stuff. But but yeah, no, girl, things are definitely shifting. Um, but I want to go back to, you know, when you said that, you know, you you lost your job obviously due to the pandemic by no fault of your own. What was your like first initial feeling when you like got called the HR? Everybody hates that call from HR, bro. Like when 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 uh when somebody from management who usually doesn't talk to you messages you on Skype, that's when I knew. She called me and then I picked up the phone, you know, I'm happy as usual. And um she's like, Oh, I also have HR on the line. And I'm just like, Okay, well, this is it. Deuces, like, okay. This one all lasted. But, you know, it was fine. Like, I guess the your question is how what was my initial feeling? Mm-hmm. I felt like I felt sad because of the fact that I lost a job, but I think it was like shock because we were told so many times that, you know, the department that I was in, we were so busy. And I think that they were just, they couldn't handle uh, what was happening with that pandemic and they had to downsize. So seniority kicked in and I was the uh, Mm. newest one there. So I was really upset and I was sad, but I realized like, why am I sad? I didn't even want this. This wasn't the career that I, I pictured myself. Right. So That's true. I let myself feel like of the course. feelings that I had because mm-hmm. I think losing your first like job, job outside of university, it, it hits hard. And yeah, I was upset. I was like, whatever. I was like, crying i'm like not ashamed to even say that i have oh, girl, you know i'm a I very emotional person <laughs> I yeah I, no not even just that i feel like me and you are also both like we go 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 sometimes we're hard on ourselves we put a lot of pressure on ourselves you want to do well so like i feel like getting that is just like a damn like i did everything right like i did everything you people told me to do and this but is what, what happened you know exactly for what and this is what happened and it was completely out of you know your control too um and that's a that's a scary part of life is like fam i love to plan like we're in urban planning we plan cities for a living i love to plan i like to you know think about things and see how i can figure like my like short-term goals out and how i can get to certain things but the thing is life will take you on motherfucking trips and you have to figure your way back and Life is not linear. And yeah, I'm just like learning. And I feel like, you know, it's like I know Instagram will have you guys thinking that everyone is like living a certain way. But just know that people are people do not have it together. Like we're all trying to figure things out. Like people are thinking about, you know, yes, it looks like I'm getting money or it looks like I'm doing this. But am I happy or is this the what I wanted to do? Like, you know what I mean? So. I love the fact that this is not a part of your story that you are like scared to share or even ashamed of. And I appreciate you for like even coming on and like sharing this because I know even when we get into jobs, the first thing you hear is, oh, um, you know, make sure that there's not a gap in your employment. That's what we're told. So I think like um, 
when I f- first got laid off, I think what was the scary part was the uncertainty about the next step. And like what you said about the gap of of employment, I was like, oh my goodness, like if I have a huge gap, can I really like validate that? Like, can I explain it? Like how explain it in a way that a corporate company or a company would be like, that makes sense. That's okay. Like I have never been in a situation where, you know, the, the interviewer like would ask me about the, the gap in my resume, but then I guess because of the pandemic, it just makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I think like, I think one thing that I can tell people right now during this pandemic and companies still laying people off is that, you know, if you get laid off and you're scared about a gap, like, I don't think that, you know, it's easier to explain that gap because, mm. like, you know, it's a pandemic. That's I facts. got laid off. Like, what do you want me to do? You know? So I think, yeah, that, that, that gap to me, and maybe in the future, I think, I think it, it, it will be scarier. But at the same time, what I really find strange is that, you know, what if my gap is because I want to go travel Europe for X amount of months, X amount, amount of years? Is a company going to tell me, okay, well, that's bullshit. Why'd you do that? You should be out looking for a job. Like, let me live my life. I'm in my 20s. You know, don't be scared of that gap. Go live your life now before, you know, you don't have the time or energy to do so. And Exactly. And that's what a lot of people are really like nervous about because it's like it's almost like you don't you have to like sort of go in this route you know what i mean like you you can't um you can't like take a different route like oh i'm scared of a gap i'm scared of traveling if i travel and i have too much fun and i come back will i be able to like carry in my in my career and all this stuff it's just like so many things you have to think about it's really 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 like frustrating and it's really 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 like damn You know, like, I don't know. It's a lot because I remember even after graduating, there were a lot of people that opted for I want to travel. I want to travel. I want to have fun. I want to have a good time and let me just see the world and then I'll come back and figure out work. And like something in me, like I'm just not conditioned like that. Like I just wasn't you know what I mean? Like I just I think I'm around so much like you just want stability and money, money, money. And like I need I need to have this certain like life and especially when you're you've watched your like family hustle for so long and you're like nah there's no way I'm going to like South Asia for six months like let me go work (laughs) so and I think that's the thing like that like you literally said it like I think we're just you know some people they do go ahead and they go travel and like I wish that I was able to just freely like do that but like like you said we're kind of like conditioned a little bit differently just because of the way we grew up or, you know, just the way our attitude towards um, our career and like everything like this. And just because you go travel doesn't mean you're less serious about, you know, building your career. But I think it was the scared. It was just like I was just scared to not to, to travel right away. I was scared. Like I was scared to kind of just put myself out there and not do what like I really wanted to do. Like there's that and also like money. <laughs> Like, you know, that triangle of like, I want to say triangle of death, but like, you know, that triangle of like time, money and energy. I think like, yeah, you know, if there's no perfect timing, 
to travel and live the life you want. So if there's no perfect timing, like do it when you want. Like, you know, if you have the means to do so, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if it's traveling, if you have the money to do so, like even if, even if you'll be, you'll come back and like, you know, you'll struggle like a little bit, like, you know, you'll go through a rough patch. If it's really what you want and if it's really what you think you need, like go for it. Like, um, no, I completely agree. And I think, okay, so I kind of want to, because I feel like we've talked a lot about like, okay, so, you know, is this just like life is not linear, you know, don't be afraid. And if you lose your job, especially if it's not up to, if it's, if it's because it's out of your control, like, you know, don't be, super don't be like, don't exactly don't be super hard on yourself you know take it easy take breaks don't be afraid of gaps in your your resume or whatever um travel like and don't make it part of your identity like don't don't do that it's not on you do not make it part of your identity don't do that i feel like that's like the worst thing like it's super easy to say and super hard to do but Mm -hmm. i think it's just so important to like you know separate like who you are and like who you are in terms of career or like job girl it's so funny you said that that was literally on my notes to sort of bring up next is um i was listening to this podcast called her space and it's like it's run by sorry hosted by two doctors and it's amazing and one of the episodes they had they said this thing that i thought was just really 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 important and they said, you know, your title is rented, your character is owned. So you own who you are outside of the workplace. You own your character. You own the fact that you are a generous person. You are a kind person. You, you know, you are compassionate. But that title of, you know, engineer, audio technician, you know, like automotive engineer, automotive technician, whatever the role is, urban planner, architect. That title is rented because as soon as you leave that workplace or you, you know, whether it be by your choice, by them, you know, laying you off, firing you, however, you no longer have that title, but you're still a person outside of that. But I think that a lot of the times, because we live in such a capitalist, like materialistic world and like that's that's beyond us, like <laughs> like at the end of the day, we got to eat, you know, and I get that. But it's because it's it's becoming so tied to who we are. It's so hard for us to like separate that. It's becoming it's becoming so blurred. Like, how many times have you gone to a barbecue to hang out with your friends and people are like, oh, like, you know, hey, like, how are you? Like, what do you do for for work? What do you do for a living? And then you spend the next 20 minutes explaining to this person what you do for a living, what you do for your career, when we should honestly just be talking about what's cooking on the damn barbecue. Like, I came to eat, not to talk about what I'm doing at work. Yeah, I literally left work to leave work and like, I came to hang out. Like you know, I love my job. Like, I, I I do like my job a lot. But, like, I resonate with that saying a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think being laid off just shows me how easy it is for a company to, you know, you know, let you go. And, like, sometimes, it's like you said, it's not your fault. Sometimes, you know, it just it's just the time that, you know, they just have to do it. So, I, I think, like, we should always try to, you know, navigate, like, separate that, um, like, your personality. Like, take the knowledge that you had from that title 
And just like that's like your knowledge. Like the knowledge is super mm-hmm. powerful. But don't make it like, hey, I'm Trina and I'm a planner. Like, no, like who says that? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like don't make it like everything, like your whole personality. You know what I mean? Like that's not a personality yeah. trait. That's mm-hmm. your work for now. I, I look at it like, okay, there's your job and then there's your purpose. And I feel like only a few people, maybe not a few people, but I feel like there's a small percentage of us in society where our work is tied to our purpose. Like, for example, if you're if like my purpose is I love having conversations, I love, you know, being a moderator. Like I just I, like I speak to people and it's a peaceful time Like we're able to heal, we're able to learn. Right. Now, translating that to my job would be me, me getting a job where I can have conversations. Maybe that's a psychotherapist. Maybe that's a counselor something. Do you get what I mean? I feel like I look at it as there's your work and then there's your higher purpose. And a lot of the times, because of the way life is set up, our job is simply just to get us money. That Sometimes it has nothing to do with our actual like higher purpose, you know, and which is why then people get into like side hustles and you know that stuff because they want to express themselves that way. So I feel like, yeah, like it's definitely really important to just separate and just know like, yo, like you can be the CEO here, but I'm not going to treat you any differently because you're CEO. I don't care. <laughs> so and I think the thing is as well is um, sometimes we get like, you know, how the way we view jobs is, you know, it's important to have a job, of course. But I feel like sometimes we try to convince ourselves that our final job, like you know, how old are we now? Years, 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 years down the line, you know, the final job that we're at. You're like, yeah, I've reached my purpose this is where I'm supposed to be. But like sometimes I think to myself, do people say that because they convince themselves that their job is their purpose? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. They're not trying to say is like, is that your are you truly happy or like did they take the time to really understand what you know their purpose is and i don't really know exactly how to define what a person's purpose is or what that means but i think you know i think right now and like 10 years from now or whatever it's never too late to shift and really find like your purpose and your happiness if that means leaving your job then do it you know i think it's everything we're saying is very it's easy to do. I mean, easy to say, but you know. Yeah, but it's hard it's to do. It's super hard to do, especially when, like when you, when have, you have bills. Yeah, when you got bills. And then, you know, if you have kids, you got kids. You got to yep. pay for food. Mouths to feed. And mm-hmm. mouths to feed. You know, extracurriculars if you really want them to do that. Exactly. And if you're an Instagram baddie, you know, you want your Birkin. <laughs> just, just, I'm just playing. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not wrong. I'm not even you gonna know? say you wrong. Yeah, you're not you know? wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like you're right. It's easier to say it, and like because we're like talking about it, especially at this level, like we're bringing it down. It it sounds really simple, but because of just all the noise and everything that we're bombarded with in life, it's definitely a lot harder to like to do this than it is to say. But I think that's something that I'm even trying to learn is like just I am Chid. And then there is the work that I do, you know, because I feel like for a long time, especially like being an immigrant, um, you sort of have this mentality of like hard work will pay off. Like, I don't know, especially coming from like like being West African, we have this like very like. Like work, 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 
and that's what's going to get you there. But it's not always like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are a lot of immigrants that come here and they work hard and they make it. But there are so many immigrants that come here and are not able to get back into their field or they're not able to like transfer those skills over. And then they're in school for years and years and they're tired and they just sort of like then encourage the kids to go for what they want while they just like, you know, like don't really chase. You know what I mean? Because they're like, I've run my race, child. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, it's uh, <sighs> life be life in. What else life can we say? <laughs> and I also wanted to add that, um, mm-hmm. you know, be con- like to be consistent and to oh, to work really hard. I feel like our definition of work hard versus like, you know, our parents definition of work hard being immigrant mm. parents is very different like work hard go to school get a job in corporate world but i feel like our definition and the next generation's definition of work hard is hustle and uh do your passion projects and work hard working on that you know what i mean facts yeah 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 and i get you it's no longer go to school come out of school um get a good a good good job meaning a job in like corporate canada corporate america whatever um it's now figure out your passion if you want to do an apprenticeship if you want to do trades if you want to work in corporate like whatever that is get it and when you get that job and if you love it amazing if you don't like it then here's your passion project and don't be afraid to quit like you know what i mean i feel like our generation especially the ones like younger than us we're just really about like chasing our happiness while we're chasing money like i think for so long it was like happiness money two separate things but now it's like nah i can make money and be happy while i'm making money and i'm really happy about that i'm really glad that we're we're getting to that point yeah i think it's really important to to have like these passion projects like i have been wanting to but uh i think because of the last year there was a lot of it took a toll on me in terms of mm-hmm. you know uh, mentally and trying to just get to a better place and mm-hmm. you know i was lucky enough that you know i found a job that i really really enjoy right now but i think mm-hmm. you know if you, you can enjoy your job but also have your side hustle like exactly what you're doing right now chid like it's really yeah. important to have like you know direct you know find your happiness in something where you know you'll you'll find fulfillment and you can exercise your interests and all that stuff and you can still make money on the side it's not either or like you said exactly so. exactly exactly because i think a lot of what our generation likes is we really want to like be in control of a lot that's of things the, and we really want to like it you literally said it wow i didn't think of that one mm, yeah like i think we like control i think we just don't like the idea of like somebody sitting in like head office or like headquarters or wherever or like in their office like sending us emails of what to do on a regular basis mm. and like and this just this idea of like you know not having freedom to do certain things and like like even when you think about it like why did it take until we had a global pandemic for us to realize that like people can work from home Okay, so I do have this question for you because I feel like we've talked a lot about, you know, lessons that we've learned, um, especially going through this season with pandemic, a loss of a lot of things, including job and just all that. Um, what would you say to um, someone who is sort of thinking about like setting goals 
and setting timelines for certain endeavors in life. So, for example, like when we're younger and we used to say things like, you know, by 25, I'm going to be married. By 23, I'm going to be in this career. By 28, I'm going to have one kid, a house with a fence and a dog. And like all this like timelines on certain things, especially maybe like your career or like just life on the onset in general. Are you for that or are you against it right now? Man, um, that's a good question. I feel like uh, 18-year-old me would think like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why aren't you married? Like, girl, I'm 24. Get out of here, first of all. But (laughs) (laughs) there is no way, like thinking back to my previous timelines of what I thought life would be like, think about them now, like you said. And I, I did want a kid before 30. At this point, like I, I don't want that, you know? But I guess to answer your question, I don't think that I'm completely for setting timelines. I'm for setting goals in terms of what you want to achieve in life. But I think giving a set date or a set year or a set age of when you want to achieve that, I don't think it's great because, you know, ride the wave, like work hard and you'll get there but i think when you once you start setting timelines for yourself and you don't meet you know that certain goal that you have at a, by a certain time or certain age or whatever i think it is just disappointing i guess and you lose motivation if you don't meet that goal within the timeline you expected so i don't know i i think for me i i gave up on setting timelines and i guess giving up i gave up isn't the right term but i decided you know not to do it because realistically like we're we're pretty young and like we keep saying that and i know like years will go by fast but i think if you just ride the wave but while you're riding the wave work hard you know it you'll get there and i don't think i don't think putting a a date to it would do anything but bad (laughs) i guess like too much pressure or like you know you're panicking you you get anxious this and that and like are you good mentally like possibly not like some people it works for them to set a certain timeline and that's great but for me personally and to people listening um who you know get the vibe that we're kind of like the same person (laughs) same personality then (laughs) You know, this is for you. You don't have to set timelines to answer your question. I love that. <laughs> I love that. No, um, it's funny because someone asked me the other day, um, we're talking about like when, when I wanted to have a kid, if I wanted to have a kid, because at this point I go back and forth on that. Um, and I said like 30, 31. And the person was like, yeah, you know, like the life, life would change. You know what you want might change. You might want it sooner you want. And I'm like, there's a higher likelihood of me wanting it later than there is of me wanting it sooner. But I just think about how like you're right, like set goals, but don't put timelines on it, right? Because I think light, like you just grow. Like we're not the same people we were last year, bro. My mind has changed and shifted so much, and I love the growth that I've become. Um, uh, sorry, rather I love the growth that I've embodied and the person that I've become, right? So I just feel like putting timelines on things it kind of you almost might like miss out on other things that you could have learned you know what i mean like 
bro, what were we thinking? We're younger thinking, yeah, we'll be 20, married by 25. Bro, do I have a man? Like, is it like married by 25, this, this, this? Like, I don't know, like these timelines and like time is changing. Like we're figuring things out. People are going to school for longer, trying to figure out their lives. Like, you know, and I think I remember I used to be so scared. Oh, I don't want to have a kid by 30 because, you know, you, as women, we're thinking biological clock. We're thinking, um, we're thinking, you know, the, the things that could go wrong in our birth and, and pregnancy. But I also think that there's this aspect that like youth is so pushed on us. Like we want to be young, young, young. And we want to like try to like rack up so much money, like by your late twenties, early thirties. But fam, there's a whole life to live after that. Like, People, there are people that are coming into their their like quote unquote wealth or or money or purpose in their forties because you grow, you learn, you experiment. You f- maybe maybe you find your life partner. You guys grow together, experiment, start a couple businesses, and by forty you've, you're now stabilized. Like I think that a part of it too is that we're like a little bit scared to experiment because again following those like traditional timelines and stuff. So by like thirty five. We want to be like done, like finito. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I get it. Like obviously, don't don't be very, don't be lazy. Don't don't just sit back and think like, okay, I have all the time in the world that you don't live your life. But at the same time, like, don't be so panicked that you're like trying to overdo things. <laughs> like, just chill. No, yeah, I think I I completely agree. I think um, I think if we put like you know all this like immense amount of pressure on us with these timelines like i feel like you'll be so razor focused that you'll be missing out on other opportunities other doors and you know other experiences that you know could possibly be the experience that really makes you truly happy and i think Mm -hmm. that's like that's the thing that we can't keep thinking of this as like a linear thing like okay it's october 2020 2020 by December 2021, I want to have done this, 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 this. Okay, you can work really hard to do that, but don't, you know, don't pressure yourself. Like, go easy on yourself, you know, and mm-hmm. don't be so hard on yourself. If you if you do make a timeline, you don't make it. That's fine, girls and gals. No, <laughs> no, that is so like that. That is it. Like you literally said it. Like, um, go easy on yourself. Like self talk. Because, bro, I used to talk like shit to myself. Like, I try to be kind to others, but I'd be talking to myself like, shit, why didn't you do this? Like, wake up and do that. You didn't finish what you said you were going to do today. And and I'm just like, yo, like, self-talk is a thing. Like, because lately I've been kind of like getting into like, just, you know, being like cautious of the way that I talk to myself and like just growth and stuff. And I'm like, yo, like for years and years and years, I'm literally like attacking myself. I'm like, you should do better in school. You should do this. You should do that. You should be in this career. Like, why? Da, 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 da. Like, and you don't understand, like, what you're, the harm, like, you're sort of inflicting yourself. And obviously, like, I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not, you know, like, I'm not <laughs> trained in this. But I assume it does some sort of harm to you when every day you're just, like, telling yourself, like, you're not doing what you said you would do. You need to do better. Pick up the slack. Why aren't you in this job? Why aren't you married? This man doesn't think you're cute. Like, fam. Colossus, <laughs> holy. <laughs> okay, yeah, be okay, a little kinder me, to yourself. 
No, 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 no. Those are just examples, bro. From There's the no years. man that's not found me cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you always cute. You know? If you ever said to yourself, I'd be like, where? Like, you know? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think self, like, talking to yourself in a nice way will definitely, I agree with you, will definitely change, one, your confidence, and to the way mm. you carry yourself. And it's a funny story. Tell them. Funny okay, story tell us here. A funny story. Funny story. <laughs> interviews were never my favorite thing to do, right? Now, who, mm. who loves interviews? I don't know a single person who loves interviews. But the job that I'm currently at right now, I talk to myself for three days. I, I remember this so mm. clearly. I was like, you got this. Like, instead of being, I'm so scared, I'm so nervous, like, you're going to mess up here, you're going to mess up there. Instead of that, saying that to myself, I said, you got this, you're confident, mm-hmm. you know your shit. You go in yes, there and show them do. that you know their shit, your shit. You do. And look at that. Do, I went in confident. Do. I went in there, you know, cracking jokes at them, my little charm. But anyways, <laughs> that's besides the point. But... No, yeah, I think, you know, talking, like, being kind to yourself and talking, you know, kind to, to you know, not just your body, but your, your, your mm. um, the way you do things and everything. It's, it's all, all your identity. And I think as we grow, as we learn, I think it, what has to remain consistent is how we perceive ourselves and how we talk to ourselves, even though it doesn't feel like we want to talk to ourselves in a kind way. Like if you feel really, really down and everything like that, you know, some days we have our bad days and that's fine. And I think like, you know, you have a bad day one day, but a few days later, you're like, you know what? I had a bad day, but it's okay. I'm like out of it. It's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm actually not what I thought I was a few days ago. I'm actually this. And I think that's what's important too, backtracking to your bad days mm. and being like, mm-hmm. that was a little setback exactly that's literally what the title of this episode is just a minor setback i'm a bad bitch that's what it <laughs> is that. that's what, that's it, what is. it is <laughs> that <was> good oh eh? <laughs> uh, but that is amazing i feel like this last like this conversation has just been like zen peaceful growth like love yourself find yourself like my voice is like you know i'm feeling this on a spiritual level right now here Tree to tell chat. you that to love yourself. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm going to have to add a segment when guests start singing. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, before we get into the next segment, is there anything that you sort of want to add? I feel like you shared a lot. You dropped a lot of gems. Um, and this has been such a beautiful conversation, but I just want to leave some room if you want to add anything else to listeners, you know, because you said a lot of things about you know things to sort of do to get people through a situation where maybe they have lost a job and stuff like that but if you want to add any more i'll uh, give you the room to do that yeah thanks so i did say a lot huh i think i guess (laughs) (laughs) what i have left to say is i guess i guess okay i'll break it up newly grads do Mm. not tell them you know I'm talking to you, new grads. Don't be, <laughs> don't think that you have to have a job right away. And if all your friends are getting jobs right away, that's okay. Your time will come. You are transitioning. Your time will come. You mm. are, you know, you're leaving 
the four years of your life behind you put all your all into it and the next mm. chapter in your life will be a great chapter whether it be Amen. going back to school <laughs> getting a job i feel job. like you're preaching i'm a preacher today i'm in the mood <laughs> um whether it be a job you know going back to school traveling whatever it may be you're in a transition you worked hard the last four years and do what you want and do what you think you need to do people mm. who just got laid off that. you know it's not the end mm. of the world girl and guy depending <laughs> on who's listening you know <laughs> you know it's it's not the end of the world i think it's just a sign that a new door is opening and a better mm. experience is coming your way and growing up my parents always told me if you work for something and you don't get the outcome that you were searching for then it was not for you and your that was not your time your time is Facts. coming that's what they always said to Facts. me you just got to believe in that mm-hmm. so yeah for sure everyone you got this whoever's listening you got this is basically all i had to say um so we're going to switch things up you already know this is the but what do i know podcast so we have a get a segment sorry where we want to get to know our guests a little better so tree I'm going to ask you four questions without thinking too hard. Just give me the first answer that comes to mind, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. What's one place in the world you want to visit? I'm thinking hard. Bora Bora. Mm. Or Amsterdam. Bora Bora. Depending on okay. what I'm feeling that year. Okay, yeah. Bora Bora, I feel like. Whoa, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Would you describe yourself as the life of the party or the homebody? Oh, that's a good one, Shidema. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one you know, for the people listening who know me and you uh, too chid <laughs> i do love to be at home i love being right? at home i love me too i love myself and my company but mm-hmm. homebody me can they uh, it's it, like 60 percent of the time that's me the other 40 percent right. with the right mm. group of people yeah. Okay. A night out. It's like it's a party. <laughs> it's. it's <laughs> I love that. Um. Okay. Favorite drink. This can be non-alcoholic or alcoholic. What's your favorite drink, Boo? You're home chilling on a Friday night. You know what's your go-to drink? Uh, vodka, cranberry, mm. shaken, Ooh. not stirred. Shaken. Yo, I didn't know there was a difference between shaking and stirring. I didn't There's a difference know either in taste. until I got a bartending kit. Oh, so vodka, cranberry, shaken, not stirred. What's the ratio of like vodka to cranberry? Is it a lot of vodka? And, like, not... <laughs> like my way? <laughs> the way I make yeah, it? How are you taking it? <laughs> how do you make it? I feel, like, I feel like you're like a little bit of cranberry juice and a lot of vodka. You know, it's like... It... <laughs> Two shots of vodka. If anyone knows that vine reference, you're golden. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, like half, half, half usually is what I like. Okay, okay, I like that. I'll have to try that one. All right. Um, and the last one. What personality trait has gotten you in trouble the most? My goofiness. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Mm. See, I, I do random shit all the time, and I feel like <laughs> in serious situations when I feel awkward. <laughs> I just do because sometimes, shit. like yo, sometimes it's good. Like it's a nice release. Like it like calms, it diffuses situations that are like tense. Like just you know, yeah. Laugh a little. Like if you literally <laughs> see those like segments or like like skits and like 
sitcoms and stuff where it's like a really serious situation and there's like one person who says something dumb mm. like that's i'm the person <laughs> like i'm that person but that's gonna be in trouble yeah that's funny yeah, that's gonna be yeah, in trouble i man. bet i bet you know the serious sentence where everyone's looking at you like what is she yeah talking why about? is she talking about that <laughs> shit right now now's not yeah. the time read the room sis come on <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. But those are all the questions I had for you, my love. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being vulnerable. Um, and just thank you for, you know, like sharing all that you did from your personal journey and understanding that this is the beginning of your journey. That little phase is just a minor setback. It does not Ooh, define you. And, you know, <laughs> you blink and you miss it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> but yeah, you know, and like, I just, I really love that. I love that you've, you've handled it with such grace. So uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, yeah, before I let you go, you know, can you just drop your social so that people can find you if they want to connect, you know, talk to you more. Maybe they want to ask you some advice on how to get through their situation. Yeah. Like, where can they find you, love? Absolutely. So first, I want to say thank you, Chidema, for having me on the show. Yeah. This is great. Anytime. This podcast thank you so much. is has grown so much over the last I forgot how long you've been doing this, but it's it, almost a year now. Yeah, it's yeah, I was gonna say a year, but I was like, I don't know. Like when did she start? <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> but yes, it's been it's grown. Thank you so much for having me on the show and I'm it, it was a pleasure to share my story and you can follow me on instagram mm-hmm. that's the only social media i got so that you yeah. got no other options trina t-r-i-n-a mm-hmm. a-l-i-s-a <laughs> trina alisa on Ooh, instagram okay. i love it come chat with All me right, listeners. i'm at home a lot go connect with her come connect with me <laughs> All right, love. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And you're definitely coming back. You're definitely coming back. We're going to have you on for more episodes. We got a lot to talk about. I love talking to you. And I feel like I, I feel like because you can't see my face, like the podcast, you can't see my face. I can say it. I fucking want. I feel like superwoman right now. (laughs) But you know, I got to be careful. You got to be careful. (laughs) Let's see what the next episode's about. If it's about something scandalous, I need a script or else I will spill beans. Okay. For sure. I got you, love. I got you. But thank you. Thank you. So with that, we are at the end of this episode. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Trina and that you pulled something away or that you were able to relate and that something resonated with yourself. Be sure to share this podcast with your people so that we can continue to expand our podcast community. I mean it. Share this with your uncle, your auntie, your baby mama, her friends, your work husband, work wife, everybody, so that we can continue to grow, you know? And don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. And you know where to find us on Twitter and Instagram at BWDIK Podcast. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Bye for now.
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.